0: Welcome to installment 310 of Sefer HaMitzvahs from the Rambam. In today's portion, we will continue our discussion of Positive Commandment 248, The Law of Inheritance. The portion in Torah discussing the laws of inheritance is in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 27, starting with verse 8, which discusses the complaint of the daughters of Tzlafchad. Tzalavchad died without leaving any sons, and it seems to have been taken for granted at that time that sons were the only means by which their father's belongings could be inherited. Therefore, the daughters of Tzalavchad complained that when it came time to split up the land of Israel and give a, a portion to each of the tribes according to their population, their family would lose out, since they would marry into other families and their husbands would not necessarily belong to their own tribe. Therefore, the father's portion of land would end up being split up among other tribes, and they would end up losing out a portion in the land of Israel. Therefore, they complained to Moses and asked, perhaps they also should be able to get a portion in the land and the torah relates that moshe went to ask hashem and hashem answered them ki yomus, when a person dies Uvain ein lay and he has no son then the following is the law that the daughters shall inherit their father's their father's portion should there be no sons or daughters and the man's brothers should inherit his portion. And so on as the Torah continues and as described in detail in the Rambam's legal code. What is the significance of the fact that Moses had to ask Hashem of this law? The Kedusha's Levi explains that the whole idea of inheritance is for the tainug ha'av, that the father should feel pleasure and delight in knowing that all of the things he has worked for, the physical possessions which he has gained in his lifetime, will not go to waste and will not go to strangers, but rather will go to his own sons. Moshe then was trying to arouse this same idea by Hashem, who is after all our father, Avino Shabashomayim. And just as in the case of inheritance, these laws inspire the father and arouse him with his for love for his children and his delight that he will be able to give things to his children even after his lifetime. In this case Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to arouse the same thing in Hashem, to arouse the Father's delight, Hashem's delight in us, that he should also give us all of our needs and everything which which he could possibly give to us or all good all sorts of blessings which could come to a person. And who was it that was able to reveal this new section of the Torah? It was the daughters of Tzlavchad. As our sages say that the daughters of Tzlavchad had a special love for the land of Israel and therefore claimed Tnulon nech- achuza give us also a portion in the land of Israel. And as the Rebbe Schlitt has explained in many Sikhas that the daughters of Tzlavchad symbolize the power of the Jewish woman and her tremendous capacity and ability to achieve good. As we see, this is one of the few places in Torah where the commandment did not come originally from Hashem. This was something which was aroused by the Jewish people that asked something of Hashem and He answered them. There are actually two opinions in the Talmud, whether this was a law which was previously taught to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he forgot it, or whether this was something initiated to begin with by the daughters of Tzalavchot. In any case, it was certainly these Jewish women, with their tremendous desire for closeness to Hashem, who were able to bring this entire section of the Torah to all of the Jewish people. And so too, through the request of the Jewish women, we will bring our final redemption with the coming of Mashiach, as stated in Kisva Rizal that the, the women in the generation before Mashiach's arrival are a, a, a reincarnation of the women of the generation of the exodus from Egypt. And just as our sages say, In the merit of the righteous women, our forefathers were redeemed from Egypt, so too in the generation before the arrival of Mashiach, it will be in the merit of the women that we will be redeemed. The Rambam continues in Sefer HaMitzvahs with another source in the Chumash relating to the laws of inheritance. In the book of Deuteronomy, there is a law relating to the case where the man does have sons. If he has a bukhar a firstborn son, the law is that he must get pishnayim, he must get a double portion of inheritance twice as much as the other sons. And this, the Rambam says, is also inc- certainly included in this positive commandment 248. And the Rambam mentions Beli there's no doubt about it. The Ramban Nachmanides disagrees with the Rambam on this point, And he counts this requirement to give the firstborn a double portion, a separate positive commandment for itself. The Rambam then tells us that the details of this law are conveyed in the 8th and 9th chapters of the Talmudic tractate Baba Basra. Included in the laws of inheritance are various guidelines as to how to settle disputes over an inheritance. The story is told of a Din Torah, a court case which once came to the Rav of the city of, I believe it was Riminov. This was a Dispute between a widow and the orphans of a man who had died. In this case, what was under dispute was the house of the deceased. The woman declared that it belonged to her as payment for her ksuba, her marriage contract, and as to be used for her support. And the orphans declared that it belonged to them. This dispute came before the rav of the city of Rimnof. And the Rav, after, after listening to both sides, determined that the house belonged to the orphans, it belonged to the children. The woman was crushed, having lost this source of Parnassa, this source of income. And she cried bitterly to the Rav, but the Rav refused to answer, since he determined that it belonged to the children. The woman travelled to the to the to the city of the Rebbe, of the Ksidish Rebbe of this Rav in Rimanov, and she went to the Rebbe and complained before him that she lost her house, and she cried bitterly before the Rebbe for a long period of time with extreme bitterness of her in her heart. And the Rebbe sent back with this woman a note back to the Rav. To ask him to re-examine the case and to again investigate the opinion of Jewish law on this matter. And even though the Rav had already made his decision, he took the advice of his Rebbe and he took out the code of Jewish law and looked into the case in hand. And he discovered, much to his dismay, that he had made an error in judgment, that he had determined the law in contradiction to what it says in the code of Jewish law. And actually the house belonged to the widow and not, in this case, to the orphans. Therefore he reversed his decision and awarded the house to the widow. Later when he came to the city, to the city of his Rebbe, he visited with his Rebbe. And his Rebbe began to discuss the case with him. And he told the Rav, do not think that I saw in the heavens, or that it was something miraculous, that I knew that you had made a wrong determination in law. Rather I derived this whole thing from my, my entire outlook from a verse that we say in the prayers. As we say, We say the ways of Torah are ways of pleasantness, and all its paths are paths of peace. And when I saw this woman was so terribly bothered and so terribly troubled, I knew that there must be something wrong in the halachic judgment. Because since the ways of Torah are kind and just, and the ways of Torah are peaceful, I knew that if it had been a just decision, this woman would not have been so bitter. Ultimately, she would have accepted it, since this was the decision of the Torah." I therefore concluded from looking at her, since she was so overly bitter and so unwilling to accept the consequences of the legal judgment that there must be something in error about the legal judgment, and therefore I asked you to reinvestigate the case. And this was in fact true. The reason the woman was so troubled was because the land and the house did in fact belong to her according to the Torah law. However, if it had been the other case that it had not belonged to her, she never would have been so troubled, since the ways of Torah are ways of pleasantness and peace.